Hey friends, after a little more than a year of hosting this podcast, I'm sharing some key takeaways and lessons learned in this episode. I apologize for the background noise. I was multitasking. You know what we do as moms, multitask. So that's what I was doing, but I still hope it's very helpful for you. Enjoy. Welcome to the Genius in You podcast, where I get to talk to ordinary moms doing extraordinary things in business and in life. I'm your host, Kelly Thompson. And if you're looking to serve more, sell more, and make an impact, this is where we do it. So this podcast is officially a little bit over a year old, and I've had some amazing lessons and takeaways since I started it. Um, But before I get into all that, I wanted to share a little bit about my story for my new listeners who don't really know that much about me. So I'm a messaging and visibility coach. I help female faith-filled coaches and consultants package their genius into a high ticket offer and sell without posting content 24 seven on social media. I started my journey shortly after my oldest got engaged. Excuse me, I'm breathing hard because I'm actually out walking really fast with my kids, trying to keep up with them. They have an event coming up that they're trying to get get in shape for. So as we speak, they have backpacks on and they've got them filled with 10 to 20 pound weights. So I'm trying to keep up with them in any event. I started my journey when our oldest daughter got engaged. I'm a homeschool mom of four kids, three of whom are still at home, barely, because they're two of them are teenagers now. Um, but the idea kind of hit me that my kids will all one day grow up and move out of my home, which is of course the goal because you want them to grow up and do all the things that you want them to do. But the reality was like kind of a, but the reality would kind of hit me hard in the fact that I had done so much putting what I wanted to do on the back burner that I didn't realize, I kind of almost didn't know who I was anymore. Because I was, I was mom. I, prior to deciding to come home and homeschool our kids, I worked in corporate America. I had various occupations. I have like four different degrees. Um, The last one was in nursing, so I did that. I worked in technologies for several years. So I had a lot of various skills, but when we had decided to come home, I pretty much gave all of that up so I could focus on my kids and I don't regret a minute of it. But the reality kind of struck me that with my oldest getting married, that they will all one day grow up and be on their own. And so it made me really reflect on what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be. And so I decided to put, to go online and start my business. Um, Prior to that, I had blogged, been a blogger, tried to monetize a blog. I always loved writing, so it was something that came very natural to me. So I picked that up again, blogging, and I was doing that, and then I started taking some courses, and that kind of morphed into copywriting, and I absolutely love that. But as much as I was enjoying it and getting clients, I wasn't getting enough clients. To be honest, it was taking a long time and I really had some really big dreams about what I was gonna be able to do with 
um, the money that I would be making. So I had thoughts of paying off my mortgage and traveling with my family, you know, all the things, all the thoughts that you have when you start in entrepreneurship and you start planning on, you know, what you're going to do, what you're going to do with that extra income. So anyway, it was taking a lot longer than I anticipated. And so I started just looking to see, okay, how is it that people are, you know, making money with their business? Like, how are they getting clients? How are people getting clients for their business? So I did a deep dive into marketing, read a ton of books. I'm a big reader and um, took some courses and started dabbling in different strategies, um, different marketing strategies. I created, started creating lead magnets to grow my email list. Then I started writing emails to kind of nurture them into making a purchase. I created some digital products, all of that. And so I started kind of dabbling in that. And I realized that I was missing out on a key sales strategy, right? Like I knew how to um, get people on my list, but in terms of converting them into paying clients, that the, that's the part that was kind of missing for me. So I started studying more, watching the gurus on social media, see what they were doing, and they were posting content. And that's what they said. You gotta post content, post content, post content. So I started posting content 24 seven, 365. <laughs> I was posting content like a mad woman. I'd be in my office late into the night on the weekends, recording reels, posting them, planning to post them, looking for engagement, looking for uh, comments and likes and follows and all of the things, right? And I did that for so long, it was really getting overwhelming. And it wasn't something I really enjoyed, to be honest. In fact, I hated it. <laughs> Prior to that, I um, was never on social media that much. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't look at it as a necessary part of life. But in terms of growing my business, that's what I had heard that I had to do. So I started doing that. It was miserable. And I thought, surely there has to be another way. I was sad. I was really getting to the point where I was like, if this is what I have to do, then I think I'm gonna have to give up my dream because it's not working. I'm posting all this content. It's taking forever, which quite, quite logically it would. Now in retrospect, I can see why posting content is not necessarily the best way to grow if, especially if you have no desire to be a content creator, which I did not. So in any event, <clears throat> I did that for months and months and months and months and got a couple clients, a few clients, I guess I should say, but I still didn't enjoy it. So then I got some mentorship and that really was kind of the game changer for me. I got the mentorship and found a true sales strategy that really worked to bring in leads, worked to bring in to convert them to clients in a way that was more authentic to me. And I've been doing it that way ever since then. The, the strategy is more about selling one-to-many instead of one-to-one. -one. And it is something I've loved, really enjoyed. It's given me back my time, my freedom, um, and has definitely, you know, tripled my income. So it really has been a blessing. I've been able to spend more time with my family, with my kids, and not stressed out and struggling with how I'm gonna get where my next client's coming from. So in that regard, that has been really good. For a busy mom, I don't have time to be a content creator, nor do I have a desire to do so. So this 
strategy really works for me. Now, there are plenty of ways to get to the goal. You just have to find the one that fits with you. And so with that, I want to share some takeaways that I've learned over the last year of having this podcast. First thing I've learned is when it comes to marketing your business, you have to do what feels authentic if it's going to be sustainable. And what I mean by sustainable is that you'll be able to do it for a long period of time. Like I said, I was um, on Instagram. I'm still on Instagram, but I'm nowhere near as active as I was as I used to be. Because like I said, I just got burnt out. It was overwhelming to say the least. Um, I homeschool my kids and I've got three at home and there was a lot of days, a lot of late nights, a lot of days where I was kind of multitasking between teaching the kids and talking to coaching clients and posting reels and carousels and all of the things that I was doing. And it was too much. So I had to come to a point where I decided that I was only going to do the things that I like to do. And you'd be surprised if you stop listening to what everyone else is telling you to do and all the noise that's kind of out there in the market. You'd be amazed at how much simpler your life gets. So one of the big things I learned is to be authentic to what you like. And it's funny because starting this podcast was almost like an afterthought. It wasn't something that I was, yeah, let's do a podcast. I was actually hearing quite more about doing um, lives and showing up on video and all that stuff. And that's 100% important. In fact, that's what I teach people now is really how to show up on video in an authentic way by having a virtual event. So number one was to find the thing that you really enjoy. And what I found was I really like podcasting. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? I certainly wouldn't have. I've never been a huge talker, but it's, it's been a really great way for me to kind of share the, the people that I've met and the things I've learned on this journey. So that's number one. The second thing, or one of the, another thing, I guess I should say, because I learned a whole lot more than the three or four things I'm going to share with you on this podcast. But another thing I learned was to be consistent. And I know you've heard this before. You got to be consistent. You got to be consistent. When I first got started in this online space, one of the first people um, that I started listening to was Russell Brunson. If you haven't heard of him, he's an amazing marketer, very well uh, known and respected in the industry. And one of the things he said, and I'm pretty sure he got it from someone else. I can't remember who he, who he got it from, but he said, endure long enough to be discovered. And he talked about, you know, some really great TV shows, for example, that you perhaps fell in love with, but it, you didn't even hear about it until the fourth or fifth season, right? And so being consistent long enough for people to kind of discover what it is that you're doing. So the, the, the trick to that is going back to step one, where I said, really just making sure that you can be doing something that's authentic to you. So enduring long enough to get noticed. Now, as I've been doing this for a while, I definitely have more 
Well, when I have more of an awareness of my voice and what it is that I believe and what it is that I value, which has been a journey because when you first start out in entrepreneurship, you're not 100% clear on what you want to do. And so being consistent, consistently showing up, you end up finding your voice and you find a find out kind of what your contribution can be, where your contribution is needed. Um, and that's kind of what happened to me over the course of these, you know, few years that I've been doing this. Another thing I would say is to connect with people. That's been huge in this last year is to collaborate with others. Um, I can't stress enough how important this is. A lot of times we hear the, the word or the term social media, but forget the meet the social part and we're all into the media part as if being online is different than connecting with real humans it is in some respect in that you see the highlight reel of people's lives which you know well let's just say some of that some of the time it's not an accurate accurate representation of what's actually going on in their lives just like anyone else I try and be as transparent as possible. Everyone has good days and bad days. You may not be seeing them as much on social media, but trust me, even the gurus, I'm sure, are having bad days. So the fact that you're online didn't hinder you from getting connected with people. In fact, quite the opposite. During this podcast, this year that I've been doing this, I have met some of the most amazing women and had some amazing conversations. And honestly, the conversations have been so organic. It's almost like I've known these women for years. So I would definitely say another key point of this last year that I've been on this podcast that I've learned is really to be intentional about collaborations. When I first started my podcast, it was all about um, lessons that I had, things that I was learning. Um, but I quickly realized the power of sharing the stories of other women and tips and strategies that they have learned. So that truly has been one of the biggest blessings for me. Um, so anyway, just wanted to say that I'm a little bit over a year, but I thought it was time to kind of share some takeaways. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. If you're finally ready to ditch the content creation hamster wheel and want to learn a strategy that gets you clients, aligns with who you are, and doesn't include posting content 24-7 on social media, go to www.aligntoattract.com slash ditch. www.aligntoattract.com slash ditch. D-I-T-C-H. I'll see you there, friends.